Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM. This is a breakfast show with Lyle and Mon. Lyle, I know that my good news segment is over, but I do have some more good news I just wanted to share with everyone. Is it about excavators? <laughs> Can I talk about my excavator again? Oh, for goodness sake. It was okay, so fine. awesome. Okay, so for those, who, for those who didn't know, in my What Am I Thankful For section this morning. Lyle stole an excavator. I had the use of a four-ton excavator last night, and it was just the most fun ever. I created havoc all over the yard. I'm sure your wife is cleaning it up right now. Anyway, (laughs) I do have some good news for our Newcastle-located listeners, and indeed anyone in driving range of Newcastle. Uh, But there's actually going to be a health expo happening in Newcastle this Friday. So it's uh, Yes, there is indeed. Yeah, the New Start Health Expo, which is a really, really great um, uh, initiative that travels around and it is coming to Newcastle. It's going to be here on Friday. We're going to be sharing some more details as we get them because so far that's all we know that it's on Friday. It's in Newcastle and it's the New Start Health Expo. So if you are looking at, from what I know, because I've been to one of these in Western Australia, from what I know, um, you get uh, free uh, consultation. They uh, do a bit of um, testing on you, like a couple of health tests, you know, some exercise tests, drinking tests, all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, do your BMI, all that kind of thing, and uh, you get a consultation, and it's all free. And then they take you through like different steps, and and um, yeah, they, they do a bit of assessment on you. I don't want to say the word diagnosis because I think diagnosis is owned by doctors, so that I can't yeah, legally yeah, no, say that. that. And I'm not sure um, what kind of medical professionals I have on staff, so I'm not going to say the word diagnosis. I didn't say diagnosis. Nobody heard me say that. Um, um, but you do get assessed uh, for your, for, you know, the status of your health, basically. And they give you um, really, really great advice. Uh, it's all free. And um, so if you're in the Newcastle, get yourself geared up, uh, plan some time on Friday to head to the New Start Health Expo. We will give you more details as they come in as to where exactly it is and what time it starts and maybe like how you can sign up if you need to. So, And, of course, we'll be posting all those details up on our social media. So you'll find the details right there. Stay tuned. There is more to come. Speaking (coughs) of posting things up, I'm going to post up another clue for our quiz. Are you ready? Mm. So who am I quiz? The third clue is to ease his burden. I encouraged Moses to select trustworthy men to serve as judges over the people of Israel. You know who it is now, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Give us a call if you would like to win the prize. Our number, of course, 1-800-FAITH-FM. All right, so in today's uh, Encounter with God, of course, join us for the 20-minute movement where we uh, join us along with 20-minute other people from around the world who are all studying the same passage of the Bible together at the same time. And uh, this week we're talking about unity. We are talking specifically about unity in faith. And we're talking about one of the, the introductory concepts was that as Christians, there are also always going to be slight differences. There are no, no going to be ever t- any two Christians that are exactly the same in everything that they believe. Mm, that's true. However, there are fundamentals <coughs> on which we, we must be absolutely united and that's what creates all these different churches. The pe- people are just uniting based on fundamental beliefs, right? When, when they have and disuniting on other, beliefs. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 so of course, um, and, and and some of the some of the disunity comes about as a result of disuniting on fundamental stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need to really look at what does the Bible teach? You know, what are the salient doctrines, the salient teachings of Scripture? What are the really important ones, the ones that we need to be united on, that we cannot afford to be disunited on? Uh, and then we need to dig into those. And if we find that we are disunited, we need to study hard until we become united with a with an attitude of prayer and humility. 
Yeah, and an attitude of letting the Bible lead. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I should say, and I'm just going to put this out there right now. Uh, some people, uh, I'll, I'll, before we get too stuck into our Bible study, on occasions I've had people talk about the uh, quality of the signal, the Faith FM signal in their area. So let me encourage you. If you have a weak signal, that means you are doing it wrong. Oh. Yes. Are they? They're listening to the radio the wrong way. You need to get with the times and listen to the radio the right way. The right way to listen to the radio is these days is uh, on your device because oh, then you have perfect you, you have you have your perfect signal the world over. And people don't seem to realize that when you listen to digital radio, you can actually pause it, you can play it, you can rewind it. It's amazing. That's the best. Mm-hmm. And you just run it through your car stereo, you run it through your um, aux cord, your Bluetooth. Your you were like, what did they just say? What was that link? Insert. Where was that website? What was that song they called? Back it up and listen to it again. Just listen to it again. Yep. Okay, so um, we tell our delayed broadcast listeners this every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to. We need to uh, tell our uh, live audience more often about how to do this. So you simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play. Yep, on the website. Do that on easy. your device, or you download the TuneIn app. Make sure you get the free version. If you're struggling with how to get the free version, then let us know, and we can help you with that. Um, but get the free version of the TuneIn app and you can listen right there online and you will never, ever run out of signal. You can drive as far as you want. You can drive from from Melbourne to Brisbane and have a perfect signal the whole way. You can even listen to it in other countries. Oh, absolutely. Done, which Lyle and I have tested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it works. Yeah, and actually it was really funny. Uh, one time I forgot about digital radio and I was listening to Faith FM uh, in the car and I got home and I really wanted to hear the end of the segment and so I sat in the car and like you know for 20 minutes just listening and then I was like oh no hang on I can put this on my device and go inside <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so I you can put it on your device you can you can put it on your device yeah. hit pause go inside you know <laughs> yeah, wash yeah. your face and your hands and clean your teeth and do a few things and come uh, back press play and come back and press play <laughs> yeah. I just forgot I just such a better way to listen to the it radio it is it really is you can you know go inside do your, do your dishes do, do whatever you do at home while you're listening to the radio inside. so don't complain about a weak signal if you were listening to a weak signal, you're doing it wrong. Okay, our Bible study today is all about the second coming of Jesus. Let's go to Acts chapter 1. We noted that uh, the doctrine of Jesus is foundational and Jesus alone, Jesus' salvation by grace through Jesus alone is foundational to Christianity. Jesus Christ being a Christian, a Christian, a follower of Christ. You can't do that without believing in Jesus, and you can't do that without believing in his return. The whole point of Christianity is pointless without the return of Jesus Christ. So let's go to Acts chapter 1 and Mon. I wonder whether you could read for us right here in verse 9, 10, and 11, please. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood before them. Men of, among them, sorry, men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he'll return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Okay, so here's a question for you, Mon. Which do you think is the bigger theme in the New Testament? The theme of grace or the theme of the second coming? The second coming? Why did you choose that? Because it brings so much hope to people and people. Hopelessness okay. is a massive issue. I thought you might have chosen that because you thought I was like trying to... <laughs> a trick question there, but mm. you're right. How much bigger do you think it is than the theme of grace? It can't be that much bigger, surely. Mm. How about being mentioned twice as often? 
Oh, really? No, I wasn't expecting that. You were not expecting that at all, were you? I wasn't expecting that. The second coming of Jesus is mentioned twice as often in the New Testament as the theme of grace, and that makes it a major New Testament theme. And uh, that does not in any way diminish the theme of grace because that is the only way that any person will ever find salvation. Mm-hmm. But it does mean that the second coming of Jesus is a subject that is foundational and fundamental to Christianity and something that we cannot afford to be disunited on. No. This is not one of those things that is negotiable. Like, yeah, you can have your private thoughts on that. I'll have my private thoughts on this. No. It not- doesn't f- fall into that category at all. Not affected by opinion. Not affected by opinion. This is a major theme of the New Testament. And it's interesting when you look at this passage here, you know, this is this is this is the very last thing that, you know, that Jesus says and does in relationship to his disciples. It's the last message that Jesus kind of gives in a very physical way to his disciples. He's given it through two angels, uh, but in the process of his uh, ascension into heaven. And when you look at, you know, how Jesus ends his ministry here on earth, he ends his ministry on earth with a promise that he is coming back. That makes it a big theme. Then you go to the book of Revelation. If you look at the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation is the only book that proclaims itself as the revealing of Jesus Christ. It is the only book that proclaims itself as the personal testimony of Jesus Christ. It is the only book that proclaims a special blessing on anybody who reads it. It's the only book that Jesus says that he's placed his signature on. It is um, the only book that... Uh, the Bible says the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all three members of the Godhead, collaborated together in the writing of it. Wow. And when you consider that, and that entire book is all about the second coming of Jesus. That makes it of just unimaginable importance to us. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, so you've got this uh, this great theme happening here of the uh, second coming of Jesus. It, oh, clearly, it's something we need to know something about. In fact, if you look at the Bible, the second longest sermon that you'll find recorded by Jesus anywhere in Scripture is Matthew 24 and 25, which is all about his, his return. It's all about the second coming. Absolutely. So this is something we need to know some things about, and let's uh, notice some things about them. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24. And Mon, can you read for us verse 26 and 27, please? Matthew 24, let me turn there, verse 26 and 27, you said? Yes. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he's hiding here, don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Okay, so this tells us one thing about the environment just before Jesus comes back and one thing about the environment when Jesus does come back. What are those two things, Mon? Well, for one thing, it's not going to be like someone's hiding out in the desert or he's, you know, yeah. just snuck in to That's right. <laughs> if planet. somebody comes and says he's come secretly, the Bible says, believe it not. I had someone tell me that one time. That, that, that Jesus was here? Yes. Oh, really? And he'd been here for a while. Mm, I bet. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen him. And they're like, they said he came in 1914. I'm like, well, I haven't seen him anywhere. You know, 1914 was a pretty rough year for those who remember yeah. what was happening in our world. And it's like, well, if Jesus was here, he wasn't doing too much. Uh, and so I'm like, well, where is he? I haven't seen him. And they're like, oh, it was a secret coming. It's been a, over 100 years since he's been here. You would think the second coming and the... Well, it was a secret coming, you see. And they're like, well, you know what? I, I actually don't believe that. 
because yeah, no. the Bible says that if someone tells me that he's come secretly or coming secretly, believe it not. Well, so it says the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it'll be when he comes. Like, that's pretty cataclysmic. It's yeah. not like a little itty-bitty... Blind man can see that. Yeah, but yeah exactly, exactly. You know, if you get a, a lightning bolt that goes from horizon to horizon, mm. seriously, I've seen some pretty bright lightning bolts and some that have hit pretty close to where I've been, but I've never seen one that stretches from one horizon to the other. You imagine what that would look like? You imagine what that would sound like? It looked like the sky was being torn open. Yeah. Yeah. It would. Wow. Can't imagine. Yeah. Can't wait. Best news ever. Why don't you keep reading for us there, Mon? Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens and there will be deep mourning among all the peoples of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet. And they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the heavens and earth. Oh, there you go. Isn't this the greatest passage That's anywhere incredible. in the Bible? There's only one thing about that passage that makes me sad. It hasn't happened yet. Two things about that passage that makes me sad. <laughs> What's the other one? People will mourn. People who weren't born. People will mourn. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? It's like, why? Why would anybody mourn that Jesus was coming back? I mean, seriously, this is the greatest event that the universe will ever see. Why Why would like anybody? If, yeah. If ever there was a day to celebrate, this would be it. Yeah. And this is the end morning. of sin, the end of pain, the end of suffering, the end of hopelessness, the end of meaninglessness. This is the end of all of that. You know, this is where, you know, this is the, this is the great hope, right? This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. And, you know, when you consider that, it's a, uh, it's, 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 it's something to give your life meaning. It's something to look forward to. And it's something for you as a listener today to stop and think about this. Look around you. Look at the pain, the suffering, the evil that there is in the world today and know that this world is not your home. This world will not continue. It will come to an end. Jesus will come back. And his purpose is to bring all of this to an end. And it's just, you know, this is the event that we all need to be waiting for mm. right here. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, so let's go to... Oh, by the way, a couple of things that jump out here, that jump out to me anyway. Okay. Uh, the Bible says in Acts chapter 1, and I want to touch on a couple of key words here. In verse 9, when he had spoken these things while they beheld... Would you catch a few key words? Beheld. He was taken up and a clout received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as it went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Okay, so what's the language that I've been working through there? Looked, behold, gazing, seen. It's it's very sensory. Sensory? Sensory language, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is very visual language. Mm -hmm. When you go to Matthew chapter 24, the Bible says when Jesus comes back, it will be like the lightning shining from one portion of the sky to the other. He will come back with power and great glory. He will send his angels out to gather the righteous together. Uh, This is is very visual event that the Bible is describing here, Uh, the most visual event that the world will ever see and by far the most exciting. If you go to Matthew chapter 25, 
And uh, just across the page there a little bit, Matthew 25, you're going to find who it is that Jesus brings with him. <coughs> Matthew 5 or 25? 25. Yep. Verse 31. He's definitely not sneaking up behind anyone, is he? <coughs> Jesus is not doing any sort of sneaky business here. Matthew 25, verse 31 says, On the way, Jesus told him, Tonight all of you will desert me. For the scriptures say, <coughs> um, God will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. Is it 31 that I was supposed to be reading? Okay, 31. Matthew 25, 31. Matthew 25, 31. Yeah, that's it. Okay, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. How, so how many of the angels are coming back? All of them, like every single last one of them. That must, just, that must mean that heaven's empty for a minute. That means like no one's home in heaven because everyone's out here celebrating that huge day. Imagine what this earth will be like. It's going to be enormous. When every single angel anywhere in the universe is here at one time. It's going to be bigger That's than an any event, event like, ever put on by, by humans. <coughs> That's not an event that anyone is ever going to miss right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you go to, over to Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7 and here, you find the theme of the book of, the, of Revelation being introduced. So Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7, you're going to find exactly how many people will see this event take place. Revelation 1 verse 7. Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven, and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the nations of the world will mourn for him. Yes, amen. Okay, so you've got this mourning taking place here again, which is really, really weird and sad and yeah, strange. And it's mourning? like, why? And it's because they don't want him. They don't want this. The majority of our world does not want Jesus around. It's that simple. These are the people who are lost, essentially, as they say. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. And... Uh, <clears throat> When uh, you know you, 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 you look at this passage here, but the Bible also says how many people are going to see him come back? All of them. Everyone. Yeah, it doesn't just just doesn't differentiate between those who want him and those don't. It just says everyone's going to see him. Absolutely, every single person will see Jesus come back. How is every single person going to see Jesus come back on a round world? Well, Lyle, the Earth is actually flat. Haven't you heard? Oh, the flat Earth oh, oh, I forgot. I <laughs> I'm forgot. Jo- I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to happen physically. I mean, I definitely believe that the Earth is round um, or ovalish. I'm glad yeah, to. Yeah, I'm just messing with the flat Earth nonsense. But um, if you're a flat Earth, give Mona a call and give her a hard time. Oh, please. And. Uh, 1-800-324-843 is her number. 0414910064669 if you want to send her a text message. Yeah, that's right. Don't give out my personal number, though. Okay, so, yeah, I don't know how it's going to happen, but every, the Bible does say that every eye will see him. Okay, so here's a couple of thoughts, you know, um, and in, in relationship to that, because some people really question, you know, what's going, actually going to happen there. Um, and it's actually not as hard as people think. You know, God can do it supernaturally, but he doesn't have to do it supernaturally. He could do it in a very physical way right now, in a way that we all understand. We're going to talk about it right after this song. You are my joy. You are my song. You are the way, the one I'm drawing from. You are my refuge, my whole life long. Where else would I go? Surely my God is the strength of my soul. 
Your love defends me. Your love defends me. And when I feel all alone, your love defends me. Your love defends me. Yeah. Love defends me here on Faith FM. As we continue on with the breakfast show, do we got another clue for our quiz there, Mon? Yes, we do. Let me just squeeze the quiz card out from underneath my cup of tea. Oh, by the way, Lyle, you see how I'm mm-hmm. making this blanket here, my mm-hmm. crochet? <coughs> I would just like to happily announce that I've just started on the last ball of yarn. You've been making this blanket for how many months now? 
I purchased the yarn when I was over in Germany. So I came back in October. So it's actually not even been that long. It feels like this has been the longest one you've ever done. No, it's the longest oh, one I've not ever, even. It's the longest one I think I've ever seen you do I think here. because this one's probably one of the smallest ones I've ever made, so I've bought it in a lot. Like, it's very mobile. So you've probably just seen it more than my other ones. Definitely, definitely, yeah, yes. Yeah. It, um, it, I'm, and the, I'm actually and looking the other forward reason to it, the next project. because it was You're sick of seeing this. <laughs> sick of seeing that one. <laughs> the other reason this one's taking so long is because this is the finest, like the thinnest yarn yeah. ever used to make a blanket. Okay. And the thinner you yarn, the longer it takes to put it together. If you had big, thick, chunky yeah, yeah, yarn, yeah, you, you would have done that a, a day. Hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I'm on to my last ball. I'm super happy. absolutely spectacular. Yeah, You're going to really have to post pretty. up a photo oh, of, I will. of First, Mon's latest creation. I'm going to figure out the trim and then I'm going to put the initials of the uh, recipient on it because it's for a little girl who's turning one mm-hmm. so I'm gonna put her initials on it and um, crochet letters and, and stitch them on so yeah and then when it's done I'll take some pictures and post them up and tell me how fa- fantastic it is <laughs> okay okay here we go so who am I this is the fourth clue my daughter's name is Sephora and I am a priest of Midian. That's getting really easy, guys. Come on. Now, you all know who that is. Give me a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. You know, actually, this, is, this, this person's name is not mentioned very often in the Bible. It's not, but he's, he's still famous, though. Yeah, definitely yeah. famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a good bloke. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah, fabulous bloke. Um, a dark-skinned person. Yes, rather. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yep, because uh, Zipporah, Moses' wife, was a, uh, a black lady. Yeah. A lot of people forget that. Isn't there a theory that she was like Ethiopian or something? Uh, there's every possibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting because some people are like, oh, you can't marry somebody who's not of your own race. Well, what about Moses? Yeah, he had jungle fever and so can we. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where uh, were we? Yes. We were in Revelation. Mon, Mon, what am I going to do with you, Mon? <laughs> Give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to create a... Um, a profile for you, an <laughs> online profile for you. We'll get you married off one of these days. What? How is that solve, solve anything? <coughs> oh, it'll solve lots of things. No, it'll solve, we won't have these conversations anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the conversation will not get distracted into your... Uh, Jungle fever? Preferences. Yeah, whatever, Trevor. Okay, so where are we up to? We're in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to we 18. Are. In fact, we're going to read verse 16 to 18. Uh, First Thessalonians. Let me find the book of Thessalonians. Yep. Uh, chapter 4, verse 16 through... Let's just start in verse 16. We'll read these verses one at a time. First Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 16. Okay, here we go. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God. Okay, let's stop there before we go any further. We already read about this in Matthew chapter 24. The Bible says that when Jesus returns, as the lightning shines from the east to the west, even so shall it be on the coming of the Son of Man. It then goes on to say that he will come with a shout, with the voice of a trumpet, and he will send his angels to gather together the righteous from one end of earth to the other. So we've, we've already read about this, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> let's continue reading. Uh, next verse for us, please. Um. Blah, blah, blah. First, the believers who have died will rise from the graves. Then, together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up to the heavens to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. So encourage each other with these words. Okay, so this is this is the best ever because it talks about how that we will be united back together again. Jesus is coming back to unite families again. This event just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's and better and better. hugely visual. It's super loud. It's like, there's so much happening. There's like motion and commotion. This is a massive event of 
epic proportions. Yeah. In fact, many have described this verse as the noisiest verse in the Bible. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so the, the first thing we find out about the return of Jesus is that it will be a very visual event. Mm-hmm. The second thing that we find out about the return of Jesus is that it will be a very um, noisy event. Very audible. A very audible event. There's going to be shouting, there's going to be trumpet blasts, we're going to have you know the resurrection of the dead, there's going to be rejoicing, there's going to be praise. Uh, there's going to be a lot happening on this day. It's going to be the biggest celebration that the universe has ever seen. Mm. Mm. I mean, even just the resurrection of the dead alone is going to be a really noisy event. Because you imagine how many people are going to be crying with tears of joy and yeah. just shouting and just, you know, just <coughs> calling out to each other and just rejoicing. Even that alone would just be that alone. super noisy. You know, I, 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 I hear some people tell me, no, 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 it's, not, it's going to be secret and silent and invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, this is the biggest event the universe has ever seen. Why would God want to do it secretly? How could they get that wrong? The Bible is like super cozy clear about that. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to put a challenge out there today because we need to be students of the Word. Mm. We need to read our Bibles. Uh, first of all, is there anything in this passage that would even remotely indicate that the return of Jesus is a secret rapture? Mm-hmm. That it's secret, silent, or invisible? Is there anything within the verse to indicate that? I would argue that everything in this verse, argues the exact opposite. Correct. In fact, if you wanted to write a verse that was the exact opposite of a secret rapture, you this could not it. write more a more explicit verse than this one right yeah. here. Apart from maybe Second Peter 3 verse 10. What's that one say? Which does away with the secret rapture. But anyway, yeah. that aside, <laughs> I'm going to put a challenge out there right now. This is... Uh, so. Get ready, everybody, because there's some people out there whose uh, blood is probably boiling like, what is Lyle talking about? Okay, so here's a challenge. It's an honest challenge. 1-800-324-843 is our number. Call me now. If you can find a verse anywhere in the Bible that says that the return of Jesus will be secret, silent, and invisible. If you can find a verse that says that, or says one of those parts of that, then give me a call Right now, and uh, and share that verse with me. Um, anyway, so there's there's a challenge for you, or just simply text. If you're feeling shy, uh, text it through zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Okay, so one 843 is the number. Give us a call if you can find a verse that says that the return of Jesus will be secret, silent, and invisible. While you're looking for that, let me take you. Absolutely, because we need to be, we need to be, too often we just sit back and take whatever the preacher says from the front of the church without questioning it. We need to question and we need to go back to the Bible and find out what the Bible says. We need to be students of the Bible. While you're busily flicking through the pages and looking that one up and uh, the show will, uh, that that will be open until 8.55. So give us a call before 8.55. Second uh, Peter chapter 3 and verse 10. I did mention this one a moment ago where the Bible says that the Lord, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Now, if we stop reading like that, you could kind of say, well, maybe cat burglar. some thieves mm-hmm. are cat burglars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not all. No. There's a lot cat of thieves. Cat burgling that, takes a lot yeah. of skill. That's it's right. much easier to do like a ram. Ram raid. Yeah, ram raid. Just drive yep. your car through the window. Grab Smash stuff, and grab. Drive off. Drive off. Yeah, set off all the stolen alarms. Stolen car, stolen plates, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Just put a mask on, drive the car through the window, smash, smash, smash. Don't all the alarms hide, go off. Grab all the jewelry, shove it in a bag. All the people on the street are watching. Everyone's looking, but you got a mask on, so yeah, yep, you're all good. It's like it's like it's like the the dumb way to do a robbery. Doesn't no, take nearly as much skill as cat burglary. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 
if you stopped reading at this particular point, you could maybe argue in favour of the cat burglar or the secret rapture. However, the Bible doesn't stop there. It goes on. It says, in the witch. In other words, the Bible is going to tell you what happens in the day that Jesus comes as a thief in the night. Mm -hmm. For the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the witch. The heavens, the atmosphere will pass away with a great noise. The elements will melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. That does not that sound secret at all. is not a secret rapture. You missed that. You missed something of epic proportions. Yeah, that's, that's I don't think anybody's ever going to miss that event. And so we have the greatest celebration that the universe has ever seen or heard of to look forward to here with the return of Jesus Christ.
enjoy fantastic food, fun, friends and fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in and a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. Where? At the Adventist Church on Newcastle Road, Walls End, number 63. Is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts 10 a.m. every Thursday. Great. I'll see you there. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Hey, Mon. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh, yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. The swirling darkness bearing down I've got the smile turned to a frown The weight of sin, the bitter cup of
You were listening to Alison Brooke with No Words here on Faith FM. We have come to question of the day and somebody has sent in a most interesting question today. What is it, Mon? Well, before I hit you with that, let me just quickly oh, give you the last please. clue for our quiz. I know you're eager to answer that question, Lyle. Last clue for our Who Am I quiz. I am the father-in-law of Moses. Come on now, we know who that is. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. And uh, you can win the prize today by telling us who is the father-in-law of Moses. Okay, Lyle, question of the day. Interesting one. Mm-hmm. Let me just get my video on. Okay, here we go. Does the Bible really say that we shouldn't take drugs? You know, the funny thing about drugs is that drugs have been around for as long as it seems humans have been around, and the use of recreational drugs has been around that long as well. Of course, in Bible times, the most common recreational drug was alcohol, and that's the drug the Bible talks the most about. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at some passages here in just a moment, but before we do, let me reason with you for a moment. Go on. Should a Christian ever be involved in something that is addictive? No. No, because an addiction by nature is something that controls you. And if it controls you, then that means that Jesus is not in control with you. So a Christian should never be involved in something that is addictive. Okay, so there's the first thing. Secondly, uh, the Bible does speak about drugs other than alcohol. Uh, Not a lot about it because there wasn't the tremendous variety that we have today. In Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 18, it likens the use of drugs to idolatry. That's a very interesting comparison. It says this, Lest there should be among you man or woman or family or tribe whose heart turns away this day from the Lord our God to go and serve the gods of these nations, lest there should be among you a root that bears gall or wormwood. So there's two things here. First of all, gall, that's an opiate. So that's the use of, you know, the opium poppy has been around forever. And its use has been there for a very, very long time indeed. This is going back to the writings of Moses right here. And wormwood is a poisonous and bitter herb. And so there are a number of poisonous and bitter herbs that are used as recreational drugs today as well. Of course, we have, you know, a greater variety or kinds of synthetic ones. The same principle applies. The Bible says that the use of these drugs is the equivalent of idolatry, turning away from God. If you go over to Revelation, Revelation chapter 18 speaks about the fall of Babylon. Babylon is symbolic of all that is evil in the world at the very end of time. So this is the fall of spiritual Babylon at the very end of time. And it talks about how Babylon was actually able to deceive the whole world. And it goes on, it says, you know, in verse 23, the light of the candle will shine no more at all in you. The voice of the bridegroom, the bride shall be heard no more at all in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorceries were all nations deceived. Now, that word sorceries there is an old English word. It's translated from the Greek word pharmakia, from which we have pharmacy, from which we have drugs. In other words, by your drugs, the whole world was Deceived, And when you look at the world today, there are very, very few people in our world that are not addicted to drugs. Look at yourself. Ask yourself, what drugs are you addicted to? And a lot of people are like, I'm not a drug addict, but they're drinking alcohol or they might be smoking cigarettes or using caffeine or whatever it might be. These are all mind-altering recreational drugs that are not doing anything good for you whatsoever at all. And so God says, you know, you don't need these things. You need to live without these things. Christians shouldn't get involved in things that are going to alter your mind because your mind is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And Christians should not get involved in things that are going to 
um, damage your connection with God because your mental state has been changed by the addition of these drugs. Now, of course, the Bible is not talking about medicinal drugs. Medicinal drugs, the purpose of medicinal drugs is the opposite of the purpose of, of recreational drugs. Recreational drugs, they will just destroy you. The purpose of medicinal drugs is that while they might have some nasty side effects, uh, the idea behind it is that the positive effects outweigh the negative ones. And uh, so I'm not encouraging anybody out there to like, oh, my doctor prescribed me this and so I'm not going to take it today. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm talking about recreational drugs. Some of them, of them are legal. Some of them are illegal. The Bible speaks against all of them and we should live drug free. Thank you very much, Lyle. If you have a question, give us a call here. Our number is 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843, or you can text your cues to 0491-064-669. We will answer your questions live on air as question of the day. For now, this is Josh White with He Is Abide. Is able to keep us from stumbling. He is able when distances come between everything that we hold dear. He is able to draw us into deeper life. He is able. Cut away like a knife Everything that keeps us from Him Everything that keeps us from Him Savior and King, nothing. 
That was Josh White. He's able. You're listening to Faith FM. We've come to the end of our show, which means that we are about to give something away. So what you need to do is take out your phone right now. Dial these numbers and be ready to call. Be the first caller through. So it's 1-800-324-843 or 1-800-FAITH-FM. And our giveaway for today is called the... Rapture Deception. By Steve Wahlberg. Yeah, really good book by Steve Wahlberg. I have to say the Rapture Deception is one of the best. So On this subject, most definitely. And of course, there are some just looking at uh, the Rapture. Is there anything missing? Unmasking the Antichrist and the evil empire of Jesuit futurism. So if you enjoyed our study today about the second coming, this book will go in-depth. It'll keep just tearing away layers and you can check out uh, many popular myths about the second coming, about the revealing of God uh, in physical form at the end of time. So check this book out. Give us a call now. The number here, like Lyle said, 1-800-FAITH-FM. First person to call through will get a free copy of this book sent to them totally for free. And, of course, we've had people calling through in relationship to the uh, – or we've had one person calling through in relationship to the uh, – uh, subject of the secret rapture This is a really good subject And my challenge remains Find me a verse In the Bible That says that The return of Jesus Will be secret Silent And invisible If you'd like to study more Call it through the- tomorrow For the breakfast show tomorrow If you can find that verse Sorry And uh, uh, between 7 and 9 And the challenge remains I'll put the challenge out there To any Christian On the face of the planet To find this in the Bible Indeed And if you'd like to study the Bible And find out more You can study in small groups Or just one on one Or however you like Online with real people uh, You can also give us a call here one eight hundred faith fm uh, To find out how to do that We have a whole range of studies That you can do uh, You can even get a copy Of Lyle's study That he's written The Prophetic Code And of course, don't forget, we love you guys. So join us each morning on Faith FM 87.6, or 88 for The Breakfast Show. We enjoy your company. Stay tuned for more. He doesn't fill me like he's supposed to fill me. Something is missing. My heart is still aching. He doesn't fill me like he's supposed to fill me. Something is missing, my heart is still aching She said I had enough What is this all about? She said I'm giving up Nothing's worth living for
said I Still a-